in the fourth chapter of the book of 2 Corinthians, in the 16th verse, uh, Paul, when in when in, trying to you know encourage these bro- these brothers and sisters at this church, trying to comfort them uh, in the midst of uh, afflictions and persecutions that may come, I just want to uh, uh, center my thoughts around this uh, this verse that he tells them that, to give them strength. And he says in the 16th verse, for which cause we faint not, but though our outward man perish, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. You know, it's it, from the time that we're born until we die. Um, you know, our, our bodies are continually in a state of, if you think about it, in a state of, of decay until the time that we die. But Paul here, and, and and our bodies can also feel, you know, afflictions and persecutions as these first century, as these first century churches were experiencing. But there is so much hope that in the inward man, that is within our, our spirit, within our souls, that we can be renewed day by day. We can begin again, as that word renew means. Uh, you know, me being you know, in insurance, and Phil, would, and Phil would understand this too, that a time of renewal in insurance is not always you know, a happy time. That's usually when I get a lot of phone calls about people's premiums going up or going down. But in an insurance renewal, that simply means that, that uh, when a new term starts, that it's a, a brand new policy. It's meant to be a, a new time. But also there, have been, there are so many uh, other definitions I found for that word uh, renew. Uh, not just to mean uh, begin again, but also it can mean uh, to renovate, to restore. Uh, to, fi- to, uh, to re- renew as in the sense of to fill a, a vessel again, that, that it's in need of replenishment. It can mean uh, to revive, and it can mean to begin a fresh attack or renew the fight. And I think each of those, I would say, we are you know desperately in need of. This is still uh, just as it was uh, during these times. It is still you know a, a sin cursed world, and it is a very you know a very uh, <clears throat> a world that can bring a lot of anxieties. It can bring a lot of uh, a lot of distress. Not something that was you know just particular to this time, but, you know, each time that we go out into the world and leave this place, you know, it can be a, a time that can uh, be very uh, cumbersome, you know, to our, to our spirits. And it is vital that we renew our souls each day. And I think Christ was a, a perfect example of that. You know, I don't think, uh, <clears throat> you know, Christ, Christ, I would say, was, you know, a lot of times... We like to we like to to put off um, spending time with our God, you know, with with how busy you know it, it, we can get. And it is a busy world. I myself find myself uh, constantly making excuses or becoming busy. But I don't think there's been anybody in history that was more busy than than Jesus Christ. Uh, this is a man, you know, from the time that he started his ministry, was constantly being uh, being pressed to to teach to perform miracles. But still, throughout his throughout his day, throughout his time, we find examples where uh, Christ would set up would set apart time where he would um, remove himself into solitude, and I and I believe that was part of of, of him renewing. That was part of him, um, you, you know, because uh, Jesus Christ uh, was God, but he was also a man. He experienced, you know, uh, being tired, being hungry. He experienced, you know. Uh, 
um, you know, the, the Pharisees and the Jews who would uh, constantly uh, assault him and attack him. And throughout his time, he would, we find examples of where he would, um, throughout the day, commune with God. And I believe that was part, that is the example that, that we ourselves should also take. Yeah, there's examples like in the, in the first chapter of Mark where it tells us uh, regarding Christ, And in the morning, rising up a great while before day, he went out and departed into a solitary place and there prayed. There's an example, there's an example in uh, the fifth chapter of the book of Luke where it tells us, and he withdrew him, where, uh, where, uh, but so much the more went there fame abroad of him and great multitudes came together to hear and to be healed by him of their infirmities. You would think that's a pretty, you know, that's a pretty good excuse, you know, that, you know, I, I'm very much, you know, too, too busy. I think Jesus Christ uh, uh, would, uh, would be very, you know, if anybody could say they were too busy, it would, you know, you would nearly say it was Jesus Christ who was performing all these miracles and teachings. But in the midst of these people seeking him out, it tells us that, and he withdrew himself into the wilderness and prayed. There's an example in a John and John 8 1 and in Luke uh, and Luke 21 37 where he uh, would go to the Mount of Olives in the evening time which is where he too would pray where he would commune where he would spend time with God it's interesting to think about with Christ being God in the flesh that he also as a man uh, would spend time communing with God but I believe by that he was giving us the example that we are to follow when we renew when we renew our own strength when we renew ourselves, and it tells us in the in the thirty uh, seventh verse. And in the daytime he was teaching in the temple, and at night he went out and abode in the mount in the mount that is called the Mount of Olives. It, it, I believe it is it is vital uh, as as in our discipleship. That we spend time uh, renewing our strength. That we spend time um, um, uh, to to begin, you know, uh, to to start again, to revive ourselves. Because it can be a very, you know, as I said, it's a very, uh, it can be a very scary world. It can be a place filled with so much anxiety, so much fear, so much turmoil. And, and, and I don't know about you, but I am desperately in need of those times. And I believe that that uh, Jesus Christ gives that that example. That daily renewal is, I believe in a sense, is daily communion with God. It's a time of daily refreshment. In the, first, in, the, in the very first psalm, in the very first psalm, uh, David says, uh, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the, ske- in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. Whenever they refer to the law throughout the, uh, in the Old Testament, they're referring to the to the books of Moses, not just to the you know to, to the to the books that talked about the law, but to the entire books of Moses. And you know, it's it, as, as I was you know thinking on these things. You know, we live in a very you know a very a special time. A time where we have you know, the entire, uh, every book of the Bible um, at our disposal. It's in nearly, uh, in nearly every home. 
you can you can even read it uh, from your cell phone. You can listen to it while you drive. We're in such a special time that we have so much access uh, to the Word of God, and it's, and and that was not always the case. Um, back you know back in uh, back uh, before the printing press was invented, uh, the only copies that people had of the Bibles were uh, were hand were hand copies. They were handwritten. And so, there, so that made uh, that made it where there were not as many copies as there are today, and which also made them quite expensive. If you were a poorer family <clears throat> or a middle class family, it could be uh, <clears throat> very hard to have an entire copy of the Bible. Um, a lot of times, many homes just had uh, you know maybe like single books of the Bible, you know, and they would all get together and read them, but. <laughs> and then after, the, and then after the you know the printing press was invented in the 1400s, uh, Bibles became uh, Bibles became very much uh, more readily available for homes to have. There were been, there have been times in history where uh, <laughs> where uh, the Catholic Church would not allow uh, people to have their own copies of the Bibles for them to have at home. Uh, there were uh, there were there have been uh, there were times um, where if they came across a uh, uh, churches who were separate from the Catholic Church, who were, were worshiping uh, very similar to how we do, um, that if they found them, they would often they would oftentimes uh, burn their Bibles that they had copies of. I say that to mean you know that we I think sometimes we we take for granted um, uh, how important and special this book is that we have. That there have been people throughout centuries who would be astonished. Uh, to hear that, to hear that you know that everybody has a has a copy of a Bible. You can go to places like like the Hope Center or uh, or different places who will give you a Bible for free. Um, it is we live in such a, a special time, and 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 I think that you know, <laughs> I think yeah, I enjoy reading uh, you know old writers from those old times because you could tell that they they truly had uh, considered this book to be so special to them. Um, they considered it to be a, a source of so much knowledge and so much renewal, so much strength, as David, as David, as David uh, talks about here. They considered it so special to meditate upon it, as David did, day and night, and look at these things that were penned. And there is so much, uh, there is so much joy and refreshment that we can experience just from studying and reading this book. These beautiful, this this book that is literally the words of God, and just as David described, and he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Just as a tree that's planted by the water, he's going to be daily refreshed. He's going to be daily renewed. <clears throat> daily filled uh, with, with strength and with revive and with revival. Uh, to go each day, and I'd say that's you know in our time that is what we are desperately in need of. In the sixth chapter of the book of Jeremiah, um, <clears throat> Jeremiah, when writing um, to the Israelites who were uh, who had departed uh, from following uh, from following God, and who was warning them of uh, of judgments that would come upon them. And the remedy that he tells them in the 6th chapter and the 16th verse is, Thus saith the Lord, Stand ye in the ways and see, and ask for the old paths. Where is the good way? 
and walk therein, and ye shall find rest for your souls. But they said, We will not walk uh, therein. You know, so, you know, it's, it, it, this book is also a source of daily refreshment, and it's also a source of, uh, of daily in, instruction. There is a, uh, it's amazing, you know, to, to see uh, so many churches and people um, that, you know, that, 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 depart, that depart from following God's word and who are, you know, are, are seeking, you know, what they should do or, or, uh, um, are, are seeking, you know, are seeking, you know, uh, God, uh, God to to lead and guide and direct them. And if they would simply look to the old past, look to the to the Word of God, that they would find that they would find that source and find that source of, of instruction and of refreshment. In the book of Second Timothy, this is one of the one of the things that that uh, Paul instructed Timothy that also applied. To every uh, disciple and follower of Christ, <clears throat> and he says in the in the fourteenth verse, but continue thou in the things which thou hast learned, and hast been assured of, knowing of whom thou hast learned them, and that from a child thou hast known the holy scriptures, which are able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith which is in Christ Jesus. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. That the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. If you want to know, uh, if you want to know um, a, a a a source of uh, of wisdom, if you want to know a source of uh, of strength, if you want to know a, a, a source of maybe you know you're wrestling with a with a decision or with a problem, then uh, the Word of God is our ultimate tool and instruction manual that we have. David says in the in the 19th Psalm, when speaking on the law of the Lord, and speaking on just you know, as I said, he, he as uh, as he only had uh, just the the five books of Moses, uh, he would be amazed at the at the amount of uh, of writings that we have today. And he says in the 19th Psalm, the law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. The statutes of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. <clears throat> I love how he says the testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise uh, the, the, the simple. Um, if you're like me, I'm not a very uh, I'm not a very wise I'm not a very wise man. I often feel very much very simple minded at times. And I would say the one of the the best pieces of advice you know that I that I uh, that I got whenever I uh, first began to read my Bible was to uh, read the book of was to read the book of Proverbs. You know there there are so many uh, books in this Bible. You know if you want a book on, if you want books on, on on poetry if you want books on on history if you want books on on wisdom you have the books of, of Proverbs and Job and Ecclesiastes. And I and there is and there is so much benefit in studying those. I remember one of the one of the things I was told about uh, about you know if, if if you're looking you know for just a simple way to daily read and study the Word of God, you know there are 31 chapters in the Book of Proverbs, and for each day of the month you could you could simply just read a 
the, the corresponding chapter of Proverbs for that day. And if you continued in that, you would read the book of Proverbs roughly 12 times. <clears throat> and you would find, and, uh, you would find yourself uh, very much uh, relieved. And you would find uh, so much instruction uh, to, to, get you th- to get you through, uh, get you through days. In the book of Romans, the 12th chapter, Christ, when speaking, uh, Paul, when speaking on renewals, says, And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Through daily, through daily renewal, through daily study, we're better able to understand and better to able to understand and to know uh, God's will in our lives. We're better able. Uh, we're better able to understand and to uh, better able to understand and to go forward uh, throughout our days. You know, if you, you know, if you're like me, um, if you find yourself, you know, at, at times where uh, where you know you may go days, or a few days, or sometimes, you know, sadly even a week, without reading your without reading your Bible or spending just some alone communion time with God. How much it greatly uh, affects you? How much it greatly affects you? You know, I, I, you know, there are times, you know, whenever I don't go, uh, whenever I, I skip uh, reading my Bible in the morning, where I find myself uh, throughout the day just uh, almost becoming angry, you know, so easily, or, we, or, or find myself um, uh, more prone to, to anxiety, more prone to, to depression, more, more prone to, you know, all of these uh, <laughs> different uh, emotions and thoughts. <clears throat> and then, if you know from from your own experience, <clears throat> that whenever we t- spend just a little bit of quiet time, like Christ did, whenever we take times in our in our mornings, whenever we you know whenever you know throughout our day, if we're if we're uh, <clears throat> if we're going through you know just through so much in the middle of our day, um, <clears throat> to depart and spend just a little bit of a long time. To spend some time in, in, in reading, to spend some time in, in, in prayer, to spend some time just in, uh, <clears throat> as, a, as David words it in the first psalm, in, a, in meditation, just careful thought, thought and thinking on the words of God. You know, how much, uh, how much better, you know, do you feel each day whenever, whenever you start your day like that? Or whatever in the middle of your day, whenever you just pause to reflect and to pray. To God, how much, how much, you know, how much strengthened, strengthened uh, do you feel? And then, whenever uh, at the end, at the end of our days, whenever we truly, uh, whenever we have uh, <clears throat> spent spent our time in this world, that we that uh, we spend time in, in careful reflection with our God, with with, uh, with reading, with studying, or with prayer. <clears throat> and and you fi- and you will find as I have just a, a daily strength and revival each and every day that we do that. <clears throat> now people would greatly, uh, especially back in these days, <clears throat> would treasure 
um, the amount of resources that we have. Now, not just in Bibles, but, you know, if there are verses that, that you don't even understand the Bible, we have uh, so many commentaries, we have so many sources, uh, so many things to, to help us uh, help us in reading and to understand that, uh, that uh, <coughs> back in these days they did not have. <coughs> that we truly live in such a blessed time. We should also uh, we should also be careful because there are also there's a there's a passage in Peter that talks about <coughs> where instead of, of renewing our souls, instead of uh, strengthening our, our, our mind, instead of you know, instead of uh, growing in, in wisdom and relieving our consciences and our anxieties and fears, <coughs> that Peter brings up the brings up uh, the term of vexing our soul. Where he speaks about a uh, lot in the second chapter of Second Peter, <clears throat> um, in speaking in the in the Old Testament, the books of Genesis, uh, there was a there was a Abraham <clears throat> and Lot, and Abraham and Lot had had grown so much um, in, the, in in cattle and in wealth and in servants. Um, that they needed to uh, to separate themselves, separate their camps. And Abraham gave Lot the choice of where uh, he where, where he would pitch his tent, of where he would put of where he would put his people. And Lot chose and, and Lot chose to pitch his tent towards the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah, a place at that time that was uh, filled with uh, so much wickedness, a place that was filled uh, with uh, <coughs> with so much hostility. Um, <coughs> And uh, so much, uh, so much violence. And it tells us in Second Peter that Lot, in living among, in dwelling among them, in living there, in surrounding himself with, uh, with what was going on within that city, that it says in the eighth verse, for that righteous man dwelling among them, and seeing and hearing, vexed his righteous soul from day to day with their unlawful deeds. So, it, it, you know, it, it's it's very, and I used to, and I used to tell myself, you know, constantly and, and make excuses uh, for going places that I knew I shouldn't go, for being around people that I knew, I'm telling on myself because my mom's right there, for being with people that I, that I knew I should not be around. And I remember I would oftentimes, you know, make excuses, you know, and 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 uh, and it almost was in a self-righteous kind of way, you know, that you know, well, if I'm if I'm around them, you know, maybe I will I will influence them, you know, maybe I can uh, be a source of uh, be a source of of encouragement and light, and uh, that is very possible. That is very possible. But there was, but but whenever we start to think that, we should also be very careful. Because we also, you know, there's the old saying, you know, if you're that, uh, you know, you become who you surround yourself with. You become, uh, you become who you who you hang around. Or in the sense of, or in the sense of how Peter puts it here, we have we we can be very much in danger of of vexing our souls. And to vex something means to to be distressed in mind. It means to afflict with a uh, with trouble. To make a, to make anxious, to make feel depressed. <laughs> that uh, that uh, that when we, that, you know, that, that we need to be very careful.
you know, and, 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 and very, you know, to, to keep in mind, you know, that a lot of times it's easy to think, you know, it doesn't, that, uh, that it does not matter, you know, what I do. It doesn't matter what I say. It doesn't matter who I spend time around. But it will greatly, it, it affects you. As I felt that it affected me, where, uh, where I felt, you know, so, where you feel so much, you know, anxieties and troubles. Where you feel so much uh, turmoils within, our, within yourself. And that is part of the, uh, that vexing. In the seventh chapter of the of the book of Mark, Jesus speaks on Jesus speaks on this in the terms of, of, of defiling the heart. And he says, and when he, in the fourteenth verse, and when he had called all the people unto him, he said unto them, Hearken unto me, every one of you, and understand: there is nothing from without a man that entering into him can defile him. <laughs> Talking about eating and drinking. But the things which come out of him, those are they that defile the man. If any have ear, if any man have ears to hear, let him hear. And when he was entered into the house from the people, his disciples asked him concerning the parable. And he saith unto them, Are ye so without understanding also? Do ye not perceive that whatsoever thing from without entereth into the man, it cannot defile him? Because it entereth not into his heart, but into the belly. And goeth out into the drop, purging all meats. And he said, That which cometh out of the man, that defileth him. For from within, out of the heart of men, proceed evil thoughts, adulteries, fornications, murders, thefts, covetousness, wickedness, deceit, lasciviousness, and evil eye, blasphemy, pride, foolishness. All these things come from within and defile the man. (laughs) Another way that we can vex ourselves is not just what what we hear, not just what we see, not just what we surround ourselves with, but with the things that we do, with the things that with the things that we say, <clears throat> and, and, and as a you know, and as a you know, if you've been a and as a born again child of God, as Paul as Paul talks about it, that we have you know two natures that wrestle within ourselves, two nat- two natures of a of the of, of the spirit and of our flesh. And whenever and whenever we allow ourselves to to do to do and to say things that you know that, that feel very contrary to our conscience and to our spirit, uh, we we distress ourselves, we we afflict ourselves, and cause trouble and anxieties in our minds and in our hearts. <clears throat> and if you've ever and if you have felt that way. As I said, as I have, you know, there were times. When, there were times whenever I greatly uh, felt felt this this same way. There were times where I greatly uh, felt my soul just continually vexed by the things that I was doing and saying, by the things that I was surrounding myself with. And if you and if you too find yourself in that place, if you find your if you have found yourself uh, feeling your soul continuously just vexed. And feel just no rest and no peace, no comfort. I'm reminded in the in the 119th Psalm where David uh, again talks just so much about the law, about the word of God. And he says in the ninth verse, "Wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way? <clears throat> Wherewithal, you know, how 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 can a man <clears throat> keep his way clear? How can a man uh how can a man uh <laughs> keep his paths?" Uh, straight and clear. He says, by taking heed thereto, according to thy word. 
that when we spend just you know it's it's amazing how just just a few minutes of the day or a few minutes a few minutes of the day and a few minutes of night I, I would I, I would challenge you to just spend maybe five to ten minutes if you don't already in just reading the word of God and you will find you will find uh, so much you will find instruction you will find peace you will find rest and, uh, and and relief from so many fears. It's amazing. You know, I can think of I, I can think of times, and I'm sure you can in your own life, where you've just felt just uh, so much uh, fear and anxieties. Maybe uh, maybe maybe at a hospital. Maybe you're in a hospital room. You know, there were times whenever uh, when Teddy was first born, whenever you know everyone was telling me the things that we had to keep going to the hospital about were going to be perfectly fine. But if you've been a parent, you know that you know that uh, people can tell you that all day. But you st- but, no- but nothing they say can relieve those fears that you've got within you. And, th- and that the only thing that I found could bring me peace and, and relax me in those times was when, I was-, was when I was able to just get on my phone and read some verses of the Psalms. From- read some verses from scriptures. And and it is just it's 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 amazing it's incredible to explain the amount of of peace that you just feel within your spirit that you feel within your heart and I, and that's part of that daily just communing with God that's you literally having you know a heart to heart with 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 your God with your Lord I think that's part of you know it, it speaks about in the in the books of Genesis. Uh, you know, Enoch. It, it refers to Enoch as walking with God, or it, or it referred to to Noah as a as a man who walked with God. And I don't think that means that he he literally physically walked with him, but that each day, but that each day he spent time with him. They spent time in in, 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 in communing, and they spent time in in rest and in, in rest with their God. In the 40th chapter of the book of Isaiah, I'm going to draw this. I'm going to draw this to a close here. But in the 40th chapter of the book of Isaiah, the 31st verse. Well, it says in the 29th verse, He giveth power to the faint, and to them that have no might, He increases strength. Even the youth shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. If you find yourself... If you find yourself feeling vexed, if you find yourself feeling um, feeling the weight of the world, you know, just just upon your shoulders, as is very as you know, can be very easy, especially you know nowadays when you know you can't turn on the news or get on your phone or anything without you know just uh, bad news, bad news, bad news, wars. But if we'll spend just a little bit of time each day with our God and just careful reflection, careful and, and just careful communion, that we will find you will find yourself 
you will find yourself feeling much better. And you can, and, you know, and you might say, you know, Cole, I, I've tried that. You know, I, there have been days, you know, there have been times where, where I've tried that and I've tried it, and I just, uh, and I just, I don't feel any better. I don't feel any rest. And I'm reminded of the uh, the the 16th chapter of the book of Proverbs, where Solomon says, "Commit thy works unto the Lord, and thy thoughts shall be established." You know, there's the old saying, you know, "Fake it, t- fake it till you make it." And I, I believe that is very much a true saying. That is very that is a that is a true statement. And there have been times where I did not where I did not feel as I was reading the you know the, the effects of it. I did not feel as I was studying just just uh, that sweet rest and relief. And sometimes in those moments you, that whenever we continue that when you date that when you still uh, continue and you continue to read and pray. That there will be a time when the Lord will will visit, will visit you, and just as that verse in Isaiah says, those that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength, and will feel that sweet renewal. I thank you for your time this morning. I pray that the Lord may bless you.